Well, we're doing a series at the moment. We're doing, uh, I think, week three of our series, More Than Sundays, and we're talking about how Christianity and relationship with God goes beyond just us meeting together on a Sunday. It goes into our Monday. It goes into every day of our week and what that can look like uh, as we're Christians throughout the week. So this morning, John did a great message on influencers and entrepreneurs, which is what some of us are called to be and how we can develop that it doesn't happen in a moment, but it's something that God um, gives us a dream and a desire, and as we grow close to Him, things are unlocked. So we're talking about more than Sundays, what we can be as a Christian, what that can look like. So my topic that I'm going to be talking about tonight, I'm very excited to be talking about it, is prayer. Because you, you might see that we enjoy praying. We just prayed now. It's a, it's a go-to for us. And uh, we prayed earlier as um, Dave led us in prayer. It's something that we as Christians are passionate about, talking to God and building this relationship with Him. But it's not just for Sunday services. It's for every day. It's for individually us and God. And uh, what I'm going to be talking about tonight is a bit of a template of a daily prayer for us, that if you're new to Christianity uh, and you're like, what does it look like to have a daily quiet time? We, you might have heard it called, or maybe you've had that stirred up uh, through different stages of your life and you know that it's been really good for you, but then you just kind of get a little slack uh, because it's, uh, you know, things happen in your life, you get distracted, things fill it, um, there's opposition to your daily prayer time because uh, it's very powerful. So, I, what I'm going to do tonight is going to share what my daily quiet time looks like, and then we're actually going to workshop it. So you're going to get on your feet, and, uh, and we're actually going to do a 15-minute quiet time tonight. So lean into it, uh, because this can change your life. I believe that prayer changes everything. We can't do life. We can't grow with God. We can't um, be all that God has called us to be without prayer. This is what builds our relationship with God, our um, creator. And if you don't have a relationship with God and you don't know what it looks like to pray, or you haven't been taught or you don't have that, haven't invited Jesus into your heart, We'll give you an opportunity tonight to do just that by praying a prayer, inviting Jesus into your life, and then prayer can come alive for you. But it's like many things in life that you kind of need a template. You need, what, what can I actually do? How do I do it? Yes, I can uh, pray a prayer of something that I need, or yes, I can go to God if I've got a problem, but how can I develop this great template of prayer where I'm growing close to God, where I'm learning how to hear his voice, where things are coming alive for me and I am on fire for God. So that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to lean into that. Even Jesus took times to pray. When he came to earth, he would draw aside to pray and the disciples would ask him, how should we pray? And he teaches them how to pray and it's the Lord's Prayer. It's in Luke 11, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. He says, when we pray. So there's this expectation that everybody needs to pray, even Jesus, who's the son of God, who came to earth. Uh, so 
You might learn something new tonight. Maybe it's going to reignite a passion in you. Maybe it'll go beyond the one-line prayer that I prayed when I was 10 years old. I prayed it every night uh, and and basically was a repentance prayer because I wanted to know that I was right with God and probably had a little bit of a fear thing of if something happened to me, would I go to heaven kind of a thing. And it was, um, God, I'm sorry for everything I've done wrong today. Please forgive me and cleanse me and help me not get in trouble at school tomorrow. That was my prayer. That was my one-line prayer. It was kind of all-encompassing. So maybe you're at that level and you're like, how do I go to the next level? I'm going to help you tonight. Uh, It's your relationship with God that grows and strengthens. So it is a discipline. Because you can get on fire in different times and you can just, you're fired up, you're passionate, you get up, you want to pray. Other times you don't feel it. Other times you're very resistant to it. And so it is something that you need to develop as a habit in your life because when it becomes a habit, and I have changed so much in this, I was kind of like, take it or leave it. Oh, I don't have time. So many excuses that I couldn't pray. But when I got into a habit of I must do this, this is the first thing I do every day. Then it becomes a habit, and then I realize I can't do without prayer. I need prayer. I must have prayer. But it is a discipline to lock in a daily quiet time. Everything I do comes out of my time with God. Everything that I receive, everything that I need in my life comes out of my prayer with God. All of the confidence, all of the peace, all of the authority, all of the wisdom, the direction all of that presence that we talk about, that we just need the Holy Spirit, all of that anointing, all of the freedom, truth, faith comes out of your time with God. Assurance and acceptance comes out of your time with God. Vision comes out of time with God. We need prayer. So for me, what I'm going to workshop us through tonight is a certain template, it's not the be all and end all of templates, okay? This is something that works for me at the moment, uh, and it, and, but it, I've been doing it for a long time. But if you go to, say, a boot camp and you get a PT and they go through a certain exercise regime, you might go to a different PT next week and they do a different exercise regime. It's just a different style that they have. And so consider this me being your PT tonight. I'm sort of saying, do these exercises, do it this way. But if you find other things that work for you, then free to do that. So this is just a little bit of a boot camp that we're going through. So first of all, you come in, you're going to have a time with God, okay? Uh, So the first thing that you do is awakening your spirit. And now we speak in tongues here. It's our spiritual language. It's something that engages our spirit and and opens us up to the Holy Spirit. So you can speak in tongues. You can speak in English. It's all about just getting into the presence of God. We talk about the throne room, coming before God, our creator, our maker. How do we get into that? Well, we start just by... Um, clearing your mind and getting it to focus. The first thing is praise, praising God for who he is. He's an amazing God. He's done so much for us. So we come in through praise and I kind of do this interchangeable praise and thanksgiving because there's a scripture and it says, um, 
in, in Psalm 100 verse 5, it says, you can pass through his open gates. No, 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 no music. That's later when we do workshop. So onto it. This is good. We've got like actually, yeah, it's like a PT boot camp. It's like, there goes the music. All right, we're going to get into that. Actually have a playlist to match all of this. So I'm going to share that with you in a moment. Um, Psalm 100 verse 4, it says, you can pass through his open gates with the password of praise. How cool is that? Come right into his presence, the presence of God, with thanksgiving. Come bring your thank offering to him. Affectionately bless his beautiful name. So we're coming into that throne room, into the holy of holies. Gratitude. There's so much that we are thankful for that we can come in and just can start listing out the different things that you're grateful for. Sometimes you might um, go to the problems and the stresses and the things that uh, you're worried about, but you have to start with praise and thanksgiving. Praise. There's so many scriptures in the Bible on praise, and uh, they're a lot in Proverbs. And I just memorized a few so that I can come when I pray into that and say, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. I will praise you for you've answered my prayer and become my salvation. I'll praise you among the peoples. I will sing your praises among the nations. And so it just gets me into that. My focus starts going to God and what he's done for me and what he's saved me from and all that he gives me. I'm grateful and I'm praising him for that. So what I've got is rather than giving you stacks of scriptures tonight, I've actually got a QR code that you can, um, you can download all of these scriptures and it actually goes through every bit. Do you like that? Yeah, I know because it's just like giving you the template. I want you to, I really want to help you guys do this because I'm passionate about it and it, I, I would love for us to become alive in our prayer time. So I want to help you. So grab your phone out because we've got, this is the prayer changes everything. This is the uh, scriptures that goes through your praise, your thanksgiving, your repentance, your um, receiving from God, and all of those scriptures will be on there. So take them on, and you can look so that I'm not going to go through all the scriptures in this message because I want to get into the workshop zone. Uh, so has everybody got that? Yes. Okay, so now if you put the next one up, it is the uh, Spotify playlist. Is, it, is that it? I don't know. It changed, and it, like, tell me if it goes to a Spotify playlist. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's called Quiet Time. Okay, this is going to help you guys. This is going to be something that you can take away that's not just for now. And we've got actual um, songs that match how we're going to workshop our prayer. Again, this is a very... um, well, can I say it's a now playlist? And I don't mean like that in a bragging sense. It just means it's working for me this month, right? Because these songs, like I've picked out because um, they just really match where I'm going in my quiet time. And I'll explain that to you when we put them on. There's an endless praise song and it's just, you, it gets you into that praise. I'll explain it now. Um, all I can say is thank you, a Planet Shakers song. And it just brings you to that focus of I am in Thanksgiving zone right now. I come into um, a repentance zone where I'm saying, sorry, God, and it's, oh, come to the altar. What do you reckon? That's uh, come to the altar and start um, repenting. So that's the third thing. The first is praise. The second is thanksgiving. The third is repentance um, and confessing your sins. So more than just 
the, my 10-year-old prayer, which is, I'm sorry for everything I've done today. You can do that, but you can be specific about it. You can ask God to reveal things um, to you if you're not aware of them. Some you might be very aware of, how you lost your temper, how you watched something that you shouldn't have watched, how you just had the wrong um, words come out of your mouth, and you're just repenting of that. So it's not just when you get saved, you have a one-off repentance prayer, like we'll be praying later on, uh, and that everything's all good. It's something that it's not, uh, it's not a requirement of Christianity, but it's something that you want to do because you want to be right with God. And so you're like, God, I'm, I'm sorry that I've grieved you, Holy Spirit. And show me where I've grieved you. Because there can be things that we do or say that the Holy Spirit is grieved about. and He lives in us. So we don't want to be at odds with him. We want to be right with God. We want to live a repentant lifestyle because that's how we change. That's how we be transformed because we're like, actually, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have acted that way. And it's, God, I'm sorry for that. Repentance is turning from it. So it's, okay, help me to do things differently. Help me to learn a better way to live. Help me to learn better reactions. So that's repentance, okay? Acts 3 verse 19 says, Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. So it's a great thing knowing that your sins are wiped out. So it can be judgments. It can be offense. It can be unforgiveness that you're holding against other people. The Bible says, forgive others that you might be forgiven. So this is the place that you do it. You come into the presence of God with your praise and your thanksgiving. The password of praise and thanksgiving brings you into the presence of God and then you're getting right with him. Just confessing your stuff, saying, show me things. Um, the, the next part of this is you're repenting. You're just handing over burdens to God. You're just handing over stuff that weighs you down. It might be burdens. It might be troubles. There's a scripture uh, in Psalm 55 verse 22, and I love this scripture. It says, leave all your cares and anxieties at the feet of the Lord. So you're in the throne room. That's where his feet are. And he says, leave all your cares and anxieties at his feet. A measureless grace will strengthen you. So this is a really powerful moment where you can give him the stuff, the troubles, the burdens, the disappointments that happen in life, the discouragement that you might feel about things or people. You might give him people. You might hand over sickness and stress and anxious thoughts and lies of the enemy and uh, just stuff. So in that moment, this is the thing with prayer. You want to come out of your prayer time feeling different. Okay, it's not just, okay, I've done my prayer for the day. Awesome, good, I'm right with God. I've confessed my sin, we're good to go. You actually want to come out of your prayer time feeling differently. So this is really powerful that you leave your kit. So it's not just I give them and then I pick them up and I take them back with me. No, you leave them at his feet. So sometimes this is a really cathartic moment for me. I find myself getting emotional because I'm actually, I'm handing over discouragement about something that I haven't seen, an unanswered prayer or circumstances that have changed in a way that I didn't want them to. So I'm actually leaving that discouragement in the throne room at the feet of God 
and, and that can allow me to walk out differently. So leave all your anxieties at the foot of the Lord, your cares. So you give over that stress. That's made a huge difference for me. In that, again, this is my earring, it's clicking, I'm sorry. Uh, there we go. It's all good. I can shake my head around. It's all good. How are we going? We need to get moving. All right. So release forgiveness. Let go of offense in that time. And the third part of that one of uh, repent, handover is rebuke. So that's where we take authority over the enemy that comes against us with discouragement, that comes against us with sickness, that comes against us with um, stuff that is holding us, and we take authority over it and we bind it and we resist the devil and he will flee. You break power of words in that moment. I'll show you more how to do that when we get into it. The next part, and there's just, this is the second last part, because I want us to get into workshop mode, is um, receiving the Holy Spirit. So you have repented of stuff and you've rebuked stuff and you've handed over all your care. So now there's room to be filled. Now there's room to be filled with the presence of God, the peace of God, the anointing of God, and the power of God, the strength of God. His wisdom comes in that moment. So it's a real filling time where you're like, Holy Spirit, I need you. I want to breathe in your breath, your strength, your life, your truth, your wisdom. What is it that you need? That's where you receive it. You receive the presence of God. So that's a real fill moment. And, and, and often it's just a waiting moment where you're just like, okay, I'm just going to slow right down now and I'm going to receive the Holy Spirit. I'm going to literally breathe him in and I feel that, I feel my mind stilling. I feel the presence of God coming. I feel the anointing and he might start speaking to me and I start listening and I start hearing from him in that time when I'm receiving from the Holy Spirit. It's extremely powerful and that's that whole... Uh, leave your prayer time different than when you came in because you've gotten off stuff, but you've been filled with the good stuff as well. It's the Holy Spirit that he comes. You will find refreshment and rest in me, Matthew says, in Jesus. So then after you have been filled, you move into a place of actual prayer. So this is where sometimes I can take my whole prayer time in just getting to that moment. It's like I haven't prayed for anybody. I haven't prayed for me. I haven't prayed for my husband. I haven't prayed for my children. I haven't prayed for my church. I haven't prayed for this, that, whatever. But it's actually the powerful time of prayer and relationship building with God in that first part. So really, it can take a little while to establish that pattern. How do you remember how to do all those things? Well, you just keep learning to do it. And as you do it, it becomes alive to you. And it becomes part of, oh, this is my relationship building with God as I'm learning how to pray and step into that place. And then I come with boldness. Then I can start praying for the scriptures that God's given me and the things that I'm starting to pray for in my own life. And then starting to pray for those around me and your small group who you said you're going to pray for every day and the ones that you're believing for salvation for and then your church. And then it's not the whole world. There's a scripture that says, I don't pray for the whole world. I pray for the ones you've given me. So don't get overwhelmed. I, oh my gosh, I've got so many things. Sometimes you allocate different days for different people, but you come 
in that time, once you've been filled with the Holy Spirit, it's like a slipstream. You're just like, I can really pray now. What, oh, that's that just the time. It's going because I'm like, I'm there. I'm in the presence of God. So enough talking about it. Why don't we stand to our feet because we're going to start doing this. I want to bring it alive to you. So I want you to take those scriptures and the, that playlist home. I want you to start putting it on and getting into it. So we're going to start with that endless praise um, song right now. So you just put on a song and you just start praying. So as I said, it might be praying in tongues. I'm going to pray in English a little bit to give direction to it, but you're going to pray with me, okay? I'm not doing a little prayer show here. I'm not that like, um, yeah, fitness person who's up the front and, you know, I just do it and you watch. Like, you have to do it with me. It's like the aerobics thing, right? (laughs) So is this the endless praise? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's a little bit alive. It's not melancholic. It's like, oh God, I'm so grateful for you. I thank you. Come on, just start speaking to him and tell him how awesome he is. Jesus, you're incredible. I open my heart to you today. Oh Jesus, I come into the place and I praise you. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Oh, praise you. If you've answered my prayer, become my salvation. Oh, I give you thanks. Oh, thanksgiving. We come with a heart of gratitude. We praise you, Jesus. Oh, you're so good. You've done so much for us. Oh, we praise you for you are good, for you are gracious. Oh, Karabashi Arabanderebe Sikiki Arabanda, Robosi Kakarebe Sikakarabamba, Robobonde, Robosi Kakarebe Sikakarabamba, Robosi Kia Rebebebe Rebebende, Robobobobobobe Sikakarabamba, Robobosi Kakarabamba. Oh, Jesus, now thank Him, thank Him for who He is. Thank him for what he's done. Oh, we come to you, Jesus, with a heart of thanksgiving that you would pay the price for us. Oh, God, we worship you. Oh, thank you for forgiveness. Thank you that you've cleansed us. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the people that you put around us. Thank you for the work that you've given us. Thank you that we have freedom in this nation. Oh, thank you for eternal life that you've given us. Oh, freedom, Jesus. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, okay. I'm just going to pause you right there. I know you could keep going longer, but just for this exercise. So we've done our prayer and thanksgiving, okay? You can spend a lot of time there, but we're going to move into repentance now. So we're going to skip the second song, which is all I can say is thank you. We're going to go into the, oh, come to the altar. So you're going to just come into that place of repentance where you go, God, I want to be right with you. God, I'm sorry for the things that I've done wrong. God, would you show me where I have grieved your Holy Spirit? 
Spirit. So come into that place. You're coming to the altar. You're in the presence of God. You're coming to Him. And you're, God, I want to do the right thing. I want to follow you. I want to walk in your way. So come on. You just pray in tongues right now so the people around you don't hear you. Confessing all your sins. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, sorry for the lies that I've believed, for the agreements that I've had with the enemy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, I want to be right with you. God, I want to be right with you. Sorry, the pain we've caused. Robunda for the wrong mindsets. The judgment. For the lies we believe. And just turn it down a little bit. Okay, so now you're going to hand over the stuff, the heaviness, the burdens, the cares, the anxieties. You're going to bring them to the feet of the Lord and you're going to leave them there. So just start doing that. Just the stuff that comes to your mind as you pray, you find other things come to your mind. Lean into that. Bring the discouragement, bring the disappointment, the unmet expectations, the ill will, the bitterness, the resentment. Bring the lies to you. Bring the stress, the anxiety. Oh God, we give it all to you, Jesus. Every lie, every doubt, every fear, every insecurity, in every intimidation. Not what is that? We give you Jesus. Pain, hurt, grief, sadness. Offense. Oh, we give it over to you, God. We give it to you. We leave it at your feet. Sickness. We give it to you. Infirmity, affliction. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Awesome. 
Okay, we're just going to take a moment to rebuke the enemy. And you might be aware of things that are trying to rear up inside of you. Just going to come against them because the Bible says we have all the power and authority over all the works of the enemy. So we can pray in the name of Jesus and we can take authority over those things. So whether it's something physical, whether it's emotional, whether it's in your mind, you can take authority over fear. You can take authority over discouragement. You can take authority over poverty and lack. Come on, let's come on, get a little bit active into this. Come against that in the name of Jesus and I pull you down. You are defeated by the power of the name of Jesus. You are crushed under our feet. It is finished. Oh, get a little bit grunty in your prayer. You can come against discouragement, those lies in your head, the words that have been spoken. You take authority over it yourself. Rebuke the spirit of infirmity. In the name of Jesus, you are defeated. We come against you, Satan. You are crushed under our feet. Break off discouragement. Okay. It's awesome. You guys are doing good. How are you going with this um, workout tonight? Going good? Okay, so now we're just like cleared the air and uh, we've gotten stuff off our chest and we've taken authority over the enemy. We're going to start receiving from the Holy Spirit. We've got the great outpouring song that we love of the Holy Spirit wants to come and breathe on you. So why don't you lift your hands to him and just close your eyes because you're going to receive right now. And this is not just a workshop. This is a moment where you are receiving the power and the presence of God. He's here for you to bring life into your spirit where there's been dryness. He's coming to pour His oil in you. He's coming to breathe on you. Just breathe it in tonight. Holy Spirit, come. We receive you. We receive your presence. We receive your peace. We receive your breath. We receive life. Oh, we receive truth. We receive healing. Receive your grace. Receive your strength. We receive your power. Oh, we receive wisdom and direction and vision and passion and fire. God. Oh, receive it tonight. He's got so much for you. He's got so much for you. He wants to pour out on you. Oh, he wants to visit you. He wants to hang out with you. He wants to love on you. Receive his love tonight. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, come. Jesus, come. Fill us, oh God. Fill us, oh God. Boldness and confidence. Step out for you. Purpose, Jesus. Come tonight. 
Jesus, come, Jesus, come, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is here in this place. You feel it? It's good. This is what I mean. You can just like linger in that. Once you get in there, once you've prepared the way and you're in the presence of God, anything's possible. And God comes and imparts into you. And you find boldness coming and faith coming and life coming, joy coming and peace coming. Awesome, God. Thank you. So we could stay there, but we won't because my time is up. But this is where you move into prayer for the, your world and for the people in your world and for the salvations and... It's all about creating the place where you can hear from God, where you can meet with Him. You're just developing relationship with Him. So this is not just going to happen because you have an awesome moment in church where you get inspired one moment. You have to actually make it a habit in your life, right? I want to inspire. I want to stir something in you because you you reach that place where you touch that moment. I, I call it... Um, that's where the magic happens. I know it's not like theologically correct, but it's just like, oh, that's where it is, where God meets you and you're like, oh, if I just can get to that every day, I love it. It's amazing. And so I want to encourage you. So I get a little practical when I get into my, um, you know, inspiration mode. Um, Just because you walk out of here and you intend to do it, Nick, Nick, we were talking about this last week. Unless it goes into your reminders, it's not going to happen, right? Okay, but you make it happen because you put things in your reminders. So I have prayers in my phone that I get reminded about every day because I've said to people, I want to pray. I'm going to pray for you every day. And I don't want it to just be, oh, uh, oh, that's nice. That's a good thought. Oh, sorry, I forgot. It's in my reminders every day. So I want to remind you, I want to tell you right now to make it work for you. So what is your reminder system? Okay, is it in your phone? Great device. Is it on your car dash? Praying in the car is a brilliant option, actually, by the way, apart from that waiting moment with God. But um, but uh, on your bathroom mirror, like what is going to prompt you to go, okay, I'm going to pray today. Because if you can get that into a habit in your life where you get, okay, I'm just going to do it whether I feel like it or not. I'm going to remember it because I've got a reminder in there, but I'm going to choose to do that. Uh, let me encourage you, do it every day for seven days. Start getting it into the habit. If you can start doing that and go, okay, prayer is a part of my life now. I'm a Christian more than on a Sunday. I go into my week and I pray every day. So I want to encourage you, 
You can see how effective it is, how good it feels. And then you're powerful. You pray powerfully in how you're led and you hear from God and there's so much more. But that's just the start of that template. So follow those scriptures. Follow that worship um, if you like it. But I'm going to hand back right now to Gemma. Who's awesome. going to lead us on from here. Thank, Thank you, Pastor you. Dan.